Hi, and welcome to ProPrac. I'm Kira Brickyarek. And I'm Nicole Breeden. You're listening to How Are You Today? A spin-off series where we call an artist and check in with how coronavirus is affecting them and ask them to share their worries and their hopes for the future. Hey. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. I know that there's a lot going on. Yeah, it's a little bit crazy. I've got Maeve next to me here. She's watching Trolls. <laughs> she, probably, she won't jump in. She's a little bit. She's shy. <laughs> oh, hi. So, Haley, how are you today? Not really with it today, I feel. I don't know. It's been a really long week mm-hmm. of adjusting again. So, um, so, yeah, today and yesterday I've been, like, a bit off. It definitely has felt like a, a strange week as we resettle into, um, and I just had the realisation that we kind of just moved past week one. Yeah, I know. Well, I actually thought that it started like two weeks ago and then my husband um, reminded me that it didn't. It's only been a week. So I was like, yeah. only got a couple more weeks to go and he was like, no. It just started. It's a while. <laughs> Do you mind um, sharing with us how the pandemic has changed things for you? Yeah, so this is, the room that I'm in right now is my office. Um, And uh, you can see and hear Maeve just doing her thing, going through everything. So I normally, I, I work, because I have Maeve, I work three days a week rather than I try and put three days like full-time work into those three days and now it's um whatever day Maeve will let me um and sometimes it's only a matter of like a couple of hours and I've got to squeeze like a whole week's worth of things into those few hours are you looking come here but um but yeah I don't I I really enjoyed my days that I had home and now I was saying to my nan last night that um, I hate it. Like I don't, I do not appreciate being at home at all anymore. And like today and yesterday when I was having, like I'm just a bit off, yesterday I had to go for a quick drive which was like literally 15 minutes down the road but those 15, like that 15 minutes, I was like, oh, my God, this is life. So exhilarating. Like I kind of, yeah. Well, the, the other thing is is that I'm pregnant and so um, and I found that out in end of January. So I had a couple of weeks when it was just sort of kicking off with COVID and, um, and I was like, oh, it'll be all right, it'll be all right, and then it was lockdown, it was like, I really can't do anything. Like I can't even, you know, go to a restaurant or whatever when yeah. it was lifted a bit because I'm pregnant and I can't, you know, that's high risk. I can't risk that. So it's just been like pure isolation for me from the very beginning with a toddler who also hates it. And I don't know, we're just uh, watching a thousand movies. Given that, yeah, it sounds like 
life is very busy at the moment. Are you working on it? Do you have any time to work on any projects at the moment or are you kind of um, planning some to work on in the future? Yes. Yeah, so um, before lockdown happened um, and everything, all the schedules were changed, um, I am working on a new body of work that was going into, uh, one of the works was going into photo 2020, which is now turned into photo 2021. Um, so I was rushing around mad because that deadline was February and I didn't get the work in until the end of February and then it was extended by a year. And I was just like, oh, that stress. <laughs> and I've got another year. Um, and then uh, that work was a catalyst for a new body of work that's going into the Melbourne Art Fair, which I had until uh, that, that was going to be in June. So I had about until end of April to have that done. And um, I am very, very grateful that that has been moved to February next year as well, because had it been this June, God knows what I would have put in because I'm still working on it. Like <laughs> it was only a few weeks ago that I, like I started it, started it in December. Um, so research aside, started making in December. And um, yeah, a couple of weeks ago, I called my gallery and was just like, I'm going to start again because I'm not into it. So, so if it was going to be in June, I I don't know what I was going to put in. <laughs> yeah, so I'm so I'm slowly working on all of that, but it's all coming together. Um, and it's also I found that with isolation and the lockdown, um, I've never really given myself time to have a break or to have time to like extensively think um and so I really questioned you know where I am in my life who I am um and where I want to go with my practice and be able to you know slowly work towards those changes rather than um beforehand I know you can't have this on she wants a microphone on um, she uh yeah, before that, it was just um, I kind of got into the mindset of the art world works so fast that I just had to keep pumping stuff out to be able to stay relevant um, or, you know, so people didn't forget me. Yeah, so I, I kind of because I feel like that my practice it only really started in 2017 and that was in my, that was a final year of masters. So in the scheme of things that you, you don't really count your practice until you, you have left whatever your last university thing was when you start counting um, whether you're emerging or, you know, whatever. And everything just happened really, really fast. And I kind of was going with it. And I realized now in this break, that what I was doing was just like not healthy at all for me and the way that I was thinking of how I had to keep up and I had to keep producing things that people wanted to see from me 
you know, that's all, that all changed. And it's literally just changed in the last couple of weeks, having talked to friends about it, artist friends. And I've realized that, you know, I am the author. I can do what I want at what pace I want. And the people who enjoy my work are going to enjoy it, whether it's, you know, now or in a year or in two years, rather than just like, you know, trying to keep up with every single person. Because, and then I think it was Destiny Deacon said something like, um, don't judge your two years to somebody's 30 years. And so that yeah. has sort of stuck with me during this break. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that like a, a lot of has changed like in my mind and the way that I work and the rate that I work at. So I'm actually really enjoying making this new body of work. And prior to this, it's kind of just been really stressful. Mm. I think that that's really important what you say. And I think a lot of artists feel like that, that there's like continuous deadlines that, you know, the shows or the fairs come around every year and there's like, you know, an expectation to be in them, included in them, included in something, like whatever it is. And it, I'm kind of hoping that during this pause, the kind of institutions and galleries are kind of recognising that they're putting artists in a really um, not a healthy space to be working from. And also they're not going to be producing their best work if they're kind of put under crazy amounts of pressure. Um, and that hopefully we can kind no. of see yeah more exciting or more like engaged work because artists have actually had the time to dedicate to research or to rest or whatever it is that they need at that time yeah well even these funding opportunities that are coming up and um the quick response grants and i've thought you know like i've lost a lot of work you know a lot of things have been cancelled a lot of things have been postponed but for this year basically you know, like I don't have much of an income this year now because my practice is my entire job. But um, these quick response grants that are happening, most of them are connected to the theme of COVID. And I, I feel like I'm already living in it. Why do I constantly be thinking about it and like making work about it? And so it just doesn't fit into, you know, like I'm not applying for the money that I, you know, would like to have. Yeah. I just don't want to be in a pandemic bubble in every aspect of my life. Uh, so what does your routine at home um, look like at the moment since you're spending so much time there? <laughs> uh, well, um, just keep in mind I've been pregnant this whole time. So, like, First trimester was my routine was if I could lift myself up out of bed, I would go to the couch and just be like to me, like you can reach the cupboard, you know, fend for yourself. And then, then I got a little bit better and now it's um, I pretty much shower after lunchtime. So I'll get up in the morning, feed Maeve, We'll have breakfast together and then we go on the computers. So I've, I've got, 
I have two computers, one old one, and she uses that to watch her movies on, which she thinks is super cool. So she does that while I work, but I also have to listen to the soundtracks of the movies over and over and over again. So I'm sitting here working along, making serious work, singing to like trolls or Disney movies. Um, and then we break for lunch and then have a shower and then just chill. Like it's not, it's super relaxed and it's, you know, whatever day it happens on, like beforehand I would work, um, I do Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays. And now I do, you know, whatever day I can do. Yeah. So it's just up to Maeve, you know, like if she's not feeling it, then I can't work. But if she's all right and she's in a good mood and we can do it, then we'll sit at the computer. So that's that's pretty much the routine. And then my husband comes home and then it's dinner, bath her, get her ready for bed, and the day's over. Yeah. So I feel like this year has just, like, really wasted itself and... I don't, I don't remember half of it. Sometimes I don't even know what day of month it is. And it's just like, whatever, you know? And then coming out of this is going to be really hard, I think. You know, I wonder if people will just go back to, you know, like, let's have a meeting at this time. You need to be here at this time. This is the deadline. Whether people will just go straight back into it or whether everyone's just going to, you know, be cruisy and let everybody slowly slide into I'm wondering if um you could share if there's anything that you're currently worried about the world's going to shit first of all has been for a long time and and this year it's just like have you seen those memes on the internet where it's like you know next month is July what else can happen and there's like demons coming out of the sky and things <laughs> like that nothing is impossible right now worries everyone in my family that's just what I'm concerned about that everybody's doing the right thing and no one's you know getting stupid because I don't know I would we're such a close family and although we can't really see each other we still have to like you know check in on my nan Um, My parents have to check in with me because I'm pregnant and caregiving purposes. But if, you know, one of us stuffs up and gets COVID somehow and then we all get it, you know. So that's probably my only concern. Yeah. I mean, the police brutality in the Black Lives Matter movement really... Like that big spike in the movement that happened a few weeks back, that really, like, there was, I had to turn my phone off for a good few days because although it is super, super important, um, it's just so hard hitting. And especially because my family, we have dealings with police fortnightly, weekly um, in our family that it was just like hitting so hard to home. And so now I'm kind of like thinking, you know, what purpose does social media really have? Like 
everyone just pushes out their opinions all the time, the cancel culture, you know, the really explicit videos and things that get put up on there. Um, so I've been thinking a lot about social media and the health side of it and whether to be involved or not. And so I, I've also um, restrained myself and taken off basically anything that has is personal um, and at the moment, it's just strictly exhibitions, like photos of exhibitions, which is the most, personally, I think very, very stale and boring. But I think that that's the only extent that I can engage in social media at the moment because of it's just so much to take on. And being part of an Aboriginal family and having specific things going on in my family that also relate to videos and things that were going on and the deaths in custody and things like that. It's just a lot. So I've been trying to just like create my space and focus on, uh, I guess, what I can control and what is healthy to bring into the family rather than being glued to the news and you know, like I, I still know everything that's going on, but I'm not allowing it to uh, affect my life more than it already is on a personal level that we're dealing yeah. with. Yeah. Would you mind sharing with us what you're hopeful for right now? Uh, I don't know that this to go really quick and then I no longer have to be pregnant because that's a drag in isolation. <laughs> um, just hopeful that, that like, it's just going to, everything's going to sort itself out. I'll give birth. Work will resume next year. I, I was meant to have a residency in Italy this year with Monash University for three months. And um, that's been put off to next year. And that would be absolutely delightful to get there next year. But who knows? So I just... As as long as everything keeps trying to sort itself out and then this baby comes into a world where, like, he can see outside of the house and not just be locked in, um, yeah, I'm hopeful for, like, a, just a little bit of change so we can resume a little bit of life. Before we wrap up, do you mind sharing your Instagram handle and a website if you have one um, for the listeners to be able to go see your work? So my Instagram is just my name, which is just Hayley Miller Baker, and my website is HayleyMillerBaker.com. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us this morning. No worries. Thanks for chatting and listening to all my woes. (laughs) Pleasure. All right. See you later. Bye. We respectfully acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we have recorded and pay respect to elders past, present and emerging and the elders of the land on which this podcast reaches you on today. We extend that respect to all First Nations people listening and acknowledge that sovereignty has never been ceded. How Are You Today has been generously supported by the City of Melbourne's Quick Response Grants. Follow us at ProPrac Podcast on Instagram or email us at propracpod at gmail.com. If you haven't already, please subscribe on whatever you listen to podcasts on. Please stay in touch. We'd love to hear what you're up to as well.